Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, currently featuring Steven Universe, Miraculous Ladybug, and Archer. I am Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Justin Cummings. Hey guys! Today, Justin and I will be uh, doing our weekly uh, Steven Universe roundtable, discussing a specific topic uh, from Steven Universe. We usually have a few other people on, but today just justin and i uh and we will be discussing today how steven works slash steven and rose slash uh what is steven <laughs> those were our best names for this i don't know which one i'll choose for the, the topic name uh but basically we want to talk about kind of like steven's identity as a half jam half human and um the very little we know about it what does it mean what might it mean in the future um I mean, I think recently this was just addressed in Steven's birthday, that episode. So it's a very current topic on the show, always relevant and a good topic to discuss because we know basically nothing. So it's going to be fun speculation. Yeah. So uh, you can find out everything about this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com and you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Search for Overly Animated Podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. So let's get right into this, Justin. Um I guess I want to start like quickly going through the evidence from the show. And I think there's not that much this time. Um, and uh, I'm going to ask you to talk about what do we have, like four episodes, uh, the, just what pertains to how Steven works from these episodes. And then we'll just we'll go from there and cut, try to extrapolate information. So what's the, what do you think the earliest episode is uh, of these four? I don't I don't even remember some of them that we're going to get into. Remind me of the specific four, because I think I left one out of the list. So we have uh, we have uh, Lion, what, Lion 3? Lion, yeah, mm-hmm. Lion 3 straight to video. We have Lars and the Cool Kids. Um, you said uh, Cat Fingers or something, right? Mm-hmm. I don't even remember that, that episode existed. It's <laughs> and, a good episode. And then episode six. Recently, oh, that's okay. So it's very early. And then recently, yes. Steven's birthday. So go in whatever order you want, potentially chronological order. Would... Would this also get into like how his gem functions? We, um, I'm, because I'm, gem glow would come first. Though. Okay, let's do that. Sure, because yeah, it's relevant. Like his shield and all that stuff is probably relevant. But yeah, right. So if we're gonna dive in with gem glow, we kind of see that Steven, he's not quite able to control his weapon in the same way the gems do. And my theory is that it's his half human nature that makes it more emotion-based as opposed to the pure utility that the gems seem to have over their weapons. Like, they can summon it any time they want. They don't have to worry about how they're feeling or anything like that while Steven needs certain circumstances. So, yeah, so just... Like, very, We're doing very brief here, like, uh, factual from the episodes because okay. I, I I don't remember. <laughs> so this is as much okay. for me as anything. So, like, Steven has trouble controlling his... yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, this one, Steven has no clue how to summon his weapon. He gets excited and eats a cookie cat. His gem glows. He grabs his shield. So he thinks that's how he summons his gem or his weapon from his gem. But oh, by the okay, end of the episode, yeah. realizes oh. that is not the case. Okay. Uh, what about the what are the next one here? The uh, cat fingers would sure. be next. And this is when Steven first tries to shapeshift. And mm. we kind of see, because we've never actually fully seen Steven shapeshift at this point. So. Basically, he tries to shapeshift, and he turns one finger into a cat, and then it just continues getting worse and worse to the point where he can't control it. And so that's kind of where we have to go right now in the show, is Steven does not know how to control his shapeshifting, and we don't know if he ever will be because I, of the yeah. past human. 
I even forgot that Steven shapeshifted. That's been a while. It is now. such a good episode. Oh, I mean, I guess he shapeshifted in Steven's birthday. Yeah, that's true. Did, yeah. Yeah. And even that, he had a hard time controlling. He should have. He should have had uh, cat fingers in that episode too. I think that would have been more mature. They did reference it recently, which made me very happy. They referenced it in Keystone Motel. Nice. All right, what's the next one? Uh, the next one would be Lars and the Cool Kids, where we kind of see Steven. This is more about Steven's connection with his mom, I think. And we see him appreciating her love of nature. This is also the first time we really hear them talk about Rose's love of nature. and That plays later. So there's not much here as far as, like, how he works, but more of, like, who he is in relation to his mom. Interesting, interesting. Okay. What about, uh... Wait, which one was that? That was Lars and the Cool Kids. Okay, what about Lion 3? Lion 3, she, uh, Rose herself actually gets quite a bit into... Because this is the first time we actually see Rose, and I believe at this point, Rose was actually pregnant with Steven. So this is the only time we've seen this, so we know she did at least go through some kind of pregnancy. This is the closest we get to seeing how Steven is a thing. Do you remember this episode much in detail? Uh, yeah, I mean, this was definitely one of the bigger ones when it, when it mm-hmm. aired. Oh, it was huge. It yeah. was like war that came back from hiatus. But, um, yeah, so we just kind of see that aspect, that Steven didn't just like appear in a magic burst of light. There was some humanness to his birth, yeah. so that's important to establish. Yeah, for sure. And then I guess Steven's birthday would be the last one. Yeah, and uh, what relevant parts from that one that he... He's that like, he, yeah. he doesn't age normally. Mm-hmm. His age changes, I think, depending on how he feels. I think that and the, uh, Too Many Birthdays both show that idea. And he's able to shapeshift to like try to appear older to a certain extent. Yeah, Right. Mm-hmm. But he can only do that for a short period of time. Okay. So we, we, we went over most of what was shown from the show right on this topic at least what justin remembers and i remember even less so uh that's not a lot of stuff so this topic is very much wide open um oh his um the healing stuff from indirect kiss oh, yeah. he has his mom's healing powers okay yeah just slightly altered yeah so he has yeah so okay let's go let's take a broad perspective like so steven is is his mom um Yes. Rose ceased to exist and is now Steven. And Steven has taken on several gem qualities of Rose. Uh, the healing powers, like the shield, the the gem specifically. The capacity to fuse. The, yes, that is, that's, that's also very important, yeah. So we could talk about Stephanie in there too. Stevani, yeah. And uh, the, so Steven's in large part able to function as a gem, yet is uh presented as human to us um kind of it's it's like he had a natural birth basically mm-hmm. um and we can talk about that and uh he yet he mostly seems to function as a gem maybe <laughs> it's but he did grow up we saw on Steven's birthday from so like he, birth he to age grow, 8 or yeah. 9 he grew normally the thing with the Steven's birthday is it's very ambiguous as to whether he uh, naturally grew in those pictures or whether he was just grew when he felt like he was older. I think because Greg didn't like say something about, Oh, this happens all the time when his age suddenly changed. And also how shocked the gems were in too many birthdays when he started randomly changing age. I think at that point it was natural. Yeah. I, I, I think that it's not, it's not fact. I think that like, that's a, 
good thing to speculate on. And I think most people would a good a good thing to like put forward. And I think most people mm-hmm. would agree with that. But I don't think that's like factual. Like, no, it's uh, not. Yeah, it's just educated guess. Yeah, I mean, I I think for to a to a certain part of me after Stephen's birthday, kind of just a suit, kind of like concluded that he was not actually naturally growing. Um, but it's interesting. So I guess first thing, this topic, I don't think is, has like a definitive answer and I don't know if we'll ever get a definitive answer. Um, cause it doesn't make any sense and like, it doesn't make any sense to us logically, but also like in show canon, this breaks like the rules of in show canon. So on purpose. So like it's, it, it's it, like, who would, who would come to us and then explain how this works at some point on the show? It's it's like there's no. It would way. have to be more from Rose. It would I just think, have to if be Rose. Hear anything. So like, and we'll speculate at the end whether Rose will ever be a thing again. Like, and it would have to be just Rose pops out in the last episode and then is like, uh, this is how it worked, which I don't think we would get. Like, even if Rose did magically come back, um, I don't think she'd just tell us what happened. So, mm-hmm. so let's let's talk about this. So, um, Stephen had a natural birth. It seems like from the show. Uh, Sam and I have discussed this a lot of times, actually, like the mechanics of how this would work. Uh, it is actually there's a quote from Ian Jones Quarterly I found. Okay. About this. Yeah, 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 yeah. There, I, I remember this one. Yeah. Do you have it in front of you? If this page will scroll down, I will. I know this feeling. Trying to stall while the yeah the page loads. Yeah, it's something like um, it's just confirming that yeah, it, it's Stephen like was born like a human, right? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, basically, he said that she actually shapeshifted a womb. Yeah, yeah, he said that specifically that she shaped he shapeshifted a womb. Yeah, I agree, or not? I agree. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's the so that's the quote. That's like from the yeah. That's basically team. the quote. Um, so, I mean, I guess warnings for somewhat graphic discussion, although not really. Like, let's keep this very <laughs> scientific. Yeah. So, um, okay, so Stephen was. Uh, born within Rose, like like raised, like grew like a normal human within Rose, and then was born. So Rose presumably shapeshifted a vagina, and um, Stephen was born out of intercourse, potentially. That is kind of what we have to go on. So I don't think that's necessarily completely implied by the womb. Like, like I know that that's like how it works, but also like it, it could. <laughs> well, they can't fuse. So, so if you can find any other magical possibility for me, go for it. So I think that this also may, just makes a ton of sense with Rose's character. Um, we in our in our uh, last last even uh, roundtable, which never got published because I lost the recording. We talked a lot about how like Rose is very curious and very um, like just her personality is like she wants to experience what it's like to be human and stuff so she totally want to have sex with greg and go through the this whole, is the weirdest podcast we've ever done go, no it's not it, okay weirdest no, one not. i've been a part okay, of. okay that's true and she totally wanted to do that and then have um and have a like go through the experience of having a child like a natural human birth like that because um she wants like experience how it's to be human and that's just she would do that as a very formidable formidable like uh essential part of the human experience it's something that completely differs from the gems so i feel like that's her motivations for having steven i don't know if i don't think it's necessarily anything um that like oh rose has to do this to like save herself or something like no like it just seems like this is genuinely rose just wanting to understand the world as a human uh so like I think that this is like that a easy thing to conclude. So she goes through the process of being a mother. Um, 
I think the next level thing to conclude was like, does she want to experience the world as a human, as Steven, which is interesting to get into. And we did get into a little bit of that, that on the Lost podcast, but Lost podcast. But um, the Lost episode. The Lost episode. So uh, I just said, OK, I just said a lot of stuff. Do you agree with everything I just said? Yes. OK. Yeah. So um, I don't think the show would ever like explicitly talk about this. Pro- so it just doesn't make any sense how the a gem would be able to have sex with a human and then have a child. Right. Um, but I guess it kind of makes shape shifting. It if makes she's perfect able sense. to just shape shift like the requisite parts. Um, like, I think that that's not doing credit enough to the wonders of childbirth. <laughs> like it's, it's more, there's, I think there's more moving parts than that. Uh, but I guess you could say just shape shifting. Like that's how it's, that's going to happen. We have sentient space rocks. I think we can kind of just go with it. Sentient on this one. space rocks. Like don't can't just like cross, uh, <laughs> cross, uh, whatever with, um, crossbreed with humans though. Um, We've never tried. Well, there's not also, you know, that's hurdle number one. Hurdle number two would be there's no such thing as sentient space rocks. I'm sorry. We've never tried to find them. <laughs> I'm sorry to break it to you. I think we are trying to find them. I think that's what NASA's doing, right? They're just Steven Universe fans, and then they're sending out, like, think. Okay. Anyway, um, so I think that's basically, I don't know. I don't know if this is accepted within canon, but that's. Like I, I discussed this topic with Sam a fair amount, and that's kind of our general conclusions. And I think it just makes the most sense with Rose's character, and you seem to agree. So let's roll with that. Um, so that's how Steven's born. So here's the question: Given all, if all of that is true, is Steven like a human? <laughs> it, we know he's at least partially human. I mean, we've seen him exhibit some human characteristics. So let's talk about the technicalities <laughs> even more. So. Oh, God. From his father's side, half of his DNA would be human. Uh, and from his mother's side, uh, Rose would have to shapeshift an egg and then, right? And if, also DNA. And also DNA. See, that's the part that I don't think makes sense. Um, but I, if, you, if we can assume that this is maybe true. And also, I think potentially, like, the incredible difficulty with uh, this process um, just being a thing that is possible, I think gives credence to my theory that um, me and Sam's theory that humans created gems and that there'd be some sort of compatibility with humans built into their, uh, like uh, their programming. Like, I think that that it's, it, that's easier to accept if that's true. Anyway, that this was, is outside the scope of the podcast, okay, but okay. is no, it's oh, about I thought you were calling foul, foul on me going outside the scope of the podcast. Yes. No, 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 no. Uh, your theory is that that would have been bad. Yeah. Humans in this universe created the gems or that humans in a different universe created the gems and sent them to this universe. Um, yeah. So yeah, me and Sam's theory would be that, uh, an old version of humans created the gems and then those version of humans went extinct, but humans carried on, on this new planet. And, uh, yeah. So all different strand of humans, I guess. Right. Uh, anyway, um, Meta. We have a. You can search for uh, alternate Earth theory, overly animated on Google, if you want to hear more about that. Um, okay. So, uh, so, so, okay. So, like, <laughs> if she's somehow able to shapeshift DNA and an egg, which is the only way that any of this makes sense, then even still, even if this, even though this is a very human process, half of Steven's DNA and stuff is still gem. Um, yes. So, like, is that really human if... if He's half human, half gem. Uh, yeah, That's I what I'm so. going with. I mean, the egg is, like, it's not a human egg. That's the thing. It's a gem egg. Right. Um, so, like, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm very sure that the gems are, 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 
are robots asterisks because like not like robots like we know, but they're I mean, I think that's confirmed by the show uh, uh, that they're uh, not they're not organic. Right. I think that's been confirmed. Um, well, the fact that Yellow Diamond scoffed at organic life. Well, that of. yeah, yes, and there's also this classroom thing that says that gems are clearly not born. Uh, so, like, oh yeah, yeah, gems are a mechanical species, which is what I mean by robot. They're like, alter- they're like, basically confirmed to be AIs. Like, I mean, I know that doesn't, it's that does not compute with our con- concept of it, but um, ro- does not compute. Robot fun, ha! Huh? But uh, also, that's just what they are. So, like. Um, so like if Rose is able to shape shift an egg, then that's just computer program like code, right? <laughs> like that's, I mean, it's not confirmed that the gems have code behind them. Uh, but that's in my mind how they work. I mean, uh, I'm a software developer, so that makes sense. That's how I could think about it. Uh, but I like, so <laughs> just, I just don't understand how this is. I mean, if you're going to think about it like this, then our DNA is basically just code, like when it gets down to it. But, um, so I guess you you get to some version of uh, of uh, this. Nobody's nobody's loving this conversation, but nobody uh, compatible code on a DNA level. Um, to I, I've kind of convinced myself that Steven's human by rent by rambling on because uh, if Rose is replicating human DNA, then it, he's just human because. Um, but he has gem-like characteristics, right? So, I mean, I'm not like originally. I was before I started rambling for ten minutes. I was going to argue that Stephen is like not a human at all. But I think I've now convinced myself that Stephen is 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 actually uh, legitimately part human because um, when you get down to it, uh, the difference between a, a science fiction species like the gems, who are uh, man- manually created and um, but it still exhibit the same properties as us and what we are is uh is not large and like if they're able to replicate what we're based on uh which is our dna which um i see is similar to like a code basis then uh it doesn't even need to be a perfect replica it just needs to be compatible with but if yeah if it's like if you're able to like do something compatible then like i think it makes sense that he would just be human like if you can just replicate uh, our DNA, then yeah, you can be a human even if you're not from a human. So that's right. where I've ended up. What do you think of that? I think we're right back at he's half human, half gem. Which okay, is good. What they said in the synopsis for the show <laughs> when the pilot came out. So I'm glad that we've spent all this time and we've reached a productive place here. So let's move on from here. Okay, so Stephen has gem qualities. Why does he have gem qualities if uh, Rose was able to replicate um, human DNA when he was born? And why does he have her gem? I don't think she did replicate human DNA. I think she replicated something compatible enough that it would like line up, but it still has those gem aspects. How did her gem transfer? Because she. Okay, he wasn't. Wait. Okay. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. He's he's in the womb. We've seen her pregnant. The gem glue, glowed, glowed. That's the word. Yeah. The gem glowed. She glowed. She vanished. Baby Steven. Mm-hmm. That is the best theory I have at the moment. When he is coming out, <laughs> once he is like out, then her gem glows and she, her, her, uh, her form. They can't dissipates. exist at the same time. Though. And then 
But he exists inside. He existed inside of her. But he cannot exist separate from her. So the second the umbilical cord is cut, <laughs> then the uh, gem is the umbilical cord. Yeah, I think that's actually a pretty good metaphor. Like, um, I think that uh, the gem is what ties um, them together, and the cord has never been cut, right? But I think okay. Right. So okay, let me talk about what I think the the gems are. So. When I say gem, I mean like the literal gem on their forehead, stomach, wherever it is, right? Um, right. So the gems are a manually created species. So uh, we've seen that they can exist without their physical forms, which are just projections. Um, right. So all the coding uh, exists within the gem. Um, that's basically the CPU. And then the the projection, the form that comes out is the monitor, is the computer monitor. You don't need the monitor. Uh, it's the CPU that contains all of the logic for the for the whatever you're running, right? Yes. So do you agree with that assessment? Uh, I agree enough that we can keep running with this metaphor. I think that's. I think that everything I just said is completely... I, ignore the word code and in, insert whatever you want to put there. It, I think that's very... It's close su- enough to it, canon that we're It's good. very supported by the show because we've seen the regeneration thing where they just exist as a gem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... So... Uh, so all the code is within the gem. So when Rose's physical form ceased to exist and she's just a gem, she's still Rose. Nothing went away. Um, if she regenerated, her physical form could come back. She has memory of it. All of Rose's logic is contained. And when I say logic, I mean like it's kind of another word for how code functions is contains within her gem, her CPU. So bouncing Rose, off your code yeah. logic idea. Mm-hmm. Steven's basically just a modified version of Rose. So the question is, is Steven an independent being from his gem? Um, gems are not, in, are not independent from their physical forms. They are one and the same. However, if Steven's physical form were, if Steven were to die, uh, would he be able to regenerate from his gem? It, where is Steven's logic contained? Uh, where is Steven's core code? Is it within his brain or within Rose's gem? That's that's. I want to say question. both. Um, I want to say part of it is in the gem. I think I think the prevail. I think the base level response, um, and I think people listening are probably talking along to this. That's the type of podcast it is. <laughs> this this topic. Uh, the base level response from most people would be that his his um, his code is contained within his brain. I think yes. that's most what most people would say initially. But let's let's talk about that. So why do you think part of it would be in his gem? Because I feel like. I feel like the part that is the human half, like I feel that is like normal DNA, like part of him in him. But the gem half, I feel like is only in the gem. So you think the special characteristics that he exhibits come directly from the gem? Yes, because that's where all the Rose programming is. That's what we're going with. So here's the thing about um, humans uh, that it's different from gems. Um, there's no direct analogy between brain and gem. Our brain is not our CPU um, directly like gems are. Uh, right. This this contradicts a lot of like almost all religions. Um, but like they're scientifically they're wrong, and our bodies are us. It's not it's not like you can remove the brain and put it into someone else, and then we'll be there. Uh, our, our, to us, our it, it's it it nobody knows what thoughts are basically, but like they're probably not just our brain. They're our brain talking to our body. Um, like our, like our, our, our whole bodies are vital to who we are. So you can't just like 
it, it that that really complicates things for Steven. Um, yes, because uh, if he is a human and he has like his logic is contained in his body, it's not just like his. Uh, it's not so simple, right? It's, it's much more complex here. Um, I guess you could have his gem, like having a line to his brain much or going through his, um, the spinal cord, uh, what that's, what's that nervous system. I think if his, uh, gem plugged into his nervous system, um, where our thoughts probably are, I think that would make a lot of sense. Um, it's on his like stomach. So I guess it would have to like wrap around to his back (laughs) just physically. Uh, but, um, like I don't know. Do you think that is that how you envision it? Like uh, his gem, his gem is like plugged into his nervous system or something. I mean, I feel like you know. Okay, here's the thing. He can only summon his weapon when put in situations of extreme distress. Correct. Uh, has he? Or, gained, he's gained control of it since, though. Well, he's he? gained some control, but originally that was what it was, right? I think. I think at this point. Um, you you shouldn't conclude things based off of the distress thing because he does seem to have uh, some level of control. But I mean, at least at some point, okay, the so, stress did cause yeah. that. Yes, at so, some point it did. In order for there to be a link between his gem doing something and distress, it seems like it would have to be linked to a central nervous system, wouldn't it? Uh, this is where having Brit on would be helpful, biology type thing. So, well, aren't you like a computer science major? No, she's. Or- what was your major? I'm computer science. I said having Brit on. Um, yeah, we've got a comm studies and a computer science talking about biology. Yeah, exactly. So, not not we're not experts here. So, I think that uh, I don't know. Basically, I don't know. I think that that my perception is yes, it would have to be linked to his nervous system, but I'm not sure. We have reached the limits of our knowledge of biology. Like the things that are emotions, they fire from like. Or nerves? I think they fire from nerves. Yeah. So synapses. I think that synapses, which is the nervous system. I think so. So yeah, um, that would make sense. And it has to connect to his uh, brain in some form. And the most direct line would be the you know the nervous system. I think. So let's say that that's true, right? Um, and I think it would make sense that he'd be able to give some control over. Like we can manually move our body parts, right? And to a yes. certain, and also um, we can. If you want to compare it to there's functions in our brain, which are automatic, like breathing, we are mm-hmm. able to automatically control breathing and also have it be automatic at the same time. Right. So uh, you could look at it as like a heartbeat or or breathing where um, his like his gem powers would just go off automatically. But also now he's like kind of take He's able to also take control of them. I think. That's, yes. I think that's pretty interesting. Um, so counterpoint. uh I don't, and I, I, I'm probably, this is going to be me playing devil advocate a lot. I don't really have a solid theory about this yet. So, um, the counterpoint is that what if Steven is not, uh, human? Like what if, like, I know Steven is human, but what if, what if his, what if his logic is just contained within Rose? Do we have evidence to uh, counteract that? If it's, what if his right, brain is just seen, like empty? We've never seen two. I don't want to say entities, but I guess two entities occupy one gem. We've seen one entity occupy two gems in the form of a fusion. We've never seen two entities share a gem, which I think would be interesting, but we've never seen that done. We've never seen one gem share two different sets of programming, basically, like what we would be proposing with Steven and Rose. Uh, Counterpoint of fusion. A fusion is one entity that has two gems it's not two inside of one but i think that's like 
uh, similar enough. It's not the same, right? But you need at least one gem per entity. Right. Well, from what we know so far. Right. And if we see evidence of the contrary, then I don't. That I don't think that's. I don't think that's necessarily gonna contradict that. Like, I. It's like this is how it should work, and I agree with you. That's how it should work, but they could just say no. That's not how it works. So, what about functions? Stephen has uh, has Stephen exhibited any uh essential human functions that would that would not be possible if uh if his thoughts and uh control of his body came from his gem he goes to the bathroom yeah i i i think that that could be controlled from the gem though but he needs to eat he needs he to needs sleep to eat, he right? needs yeah, to do right. certain human things so how so i think it's interesting because the gem could just be a uh it, the Stephen's body could just be a permanent projection, and the gem could adapt to having a permanent projection and the necessities that come along with that uh, projection. So maybe the gem has incorporated uh, the DNA from his body and has determined that uh, and has like adapted, um, like some sort of adaptive code, and has been has gained control of eating and and like going to the bathroom and things like that, and it kind of knows how that works now. If that's the case, if Rose ever came back, would she then be human? If the gem now has this idea of what a human is supposed to be like? So I think that that, right. So what I'm kind of getting at is that I think this would serve Rose's goals more. Um, most we are really painting Rose as sinister right now. I don't think so. I think Well, that- I mean, the idea that she would love somebody, have a child have him grow up and then take her body back just so she could be human. Well, I didn't. Okay. You're, you're completing my thought. Let's, 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 <laughs> let's take it slower. Um, I think that roses, uh, it's a innocent, natural curiosity with humanity and, um, having Steven is one thing, but doesn't it make more sense that she wants to like gain humanity gain experiences of humanity maybe she is uh when she wakes up she'll be able to process everything that happened when she was steven and she'll be able to understand it um and then when she's able to manifest in a physical form uh she will truly understand humanity because her gem is learned through steven i don't think that's necessarily from what we've seen of rose talking to Steven and like lying straight to video. I don't think she would want to have Steven for like pure utility purposes. She seems to love Steven like any mother would love a child. I, I don't see her having that kind of forethought of, that's oh, a, I can't wait till he dies so I can come back to life. That's a great point. So I, what? Okay. So one, I don't think the, that's wait till he dies is, re- is required. Um, so I'll talk about that. But I think it is a great point to bring up that uh, Rose does seem to like love Steven. So let's talk about uh, – so Rose's gem gains a, uh, a knowledge of how to be human be, by, by adapting to Steven's body. Steven doesn't even necessarily need to contain his hard code within the gem. It could be in his brain. His gem is feeding and learning how to be human from that. Um, Steven gets to a point where he – Rose, the gem – matures and is finishes processing steven's able to live on his own the gem detaches rose's rose comes back attaches her gem to a human body or maybe grows a human body um 
and uh, Rose is able to actually manifest in a physical projection, it wouldn't be the same as her old projection. Maybe she'd look different unless the gem is able to actually grow a human body from that projection. Um, And then Rose is, you know, like able to love Steven. Like, it's like, hey, suddenly real mom. (laughs) Like, here's here's mom. And uh, yeah. But she would she want to rob him of his gem abilities? So right, so Stevens all Stevens gem abilities would go away. Um I think this is I think this potentially contradicts uh Steven's birthday, everything we talked about. Let's let's bring Steven's birthday into it. Um so a gem just like being an extra like secondary minor brain, which occasionally adds logic to Steven's uh, functionality, um, I think is contradicted by Steven's birthday because to a certain extent, Steven's growing, Steven's growth, one of the uh, Steven's like adolescence and growth, one of the kind of fundamental uh, attributes of uh, like the human body and being human is controlled by his gem, it seems like. Right. So... How does that work? <laughs> I, I don't know. That's that's a tough one. That's why this is a lot of speculation. Well, everything we've said is speculation, <laughs> um, which is why this topic's great. I'm able to just like rant, and no one can be like you're wrong, right? <laughs> so I'm trying my best. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll get there. So let's talk about this. Um, so you said you think that Stephen grew normally, and I said I'm not necessarily convinced of that. I think that's very vital here. Is Stephen? Has Stephen ever just grown naturally? How about that beard hair? Was that natural? At the end, right? The very end. Yeah, but it could just be could just be like uh, his his cleared mental state allows for that now, like in a natural progression. Okay, but okay to counter to go off of that. What about him healing? Okay, let's talk about. And the I'm going to go with his yeah. black eye in. I mean, him, like, his body healing itself. His black eye he got at the end of Jailbreak? Yeah, Jailbreak, that he still had in full disclosure. So Steven's able to heal himself is what you're saying. No, no, no. I'm saying it stayed. It was a physical okay, part, so and it had to heal on its own. Okay. Can Steven heal? Has Steven healed? Steven can heal other things. We've seen him use healing abilities on other things, but at one point they said he lost it. They never... Okay. They never specified when he did, but in the test they said that he had lost his healing ability, and we haven't seen him use it since. So that's kind of up in the air. Was can Steven so can Steven saliva? It doesn't matter if Steven saliva can heal himself. That's independent. Anyway, um, so okay, so the body Steven's body seems to have some sort of natural uh, human recovery. Is what you're saying? Right. And I think that's probably the closest parallel we can find to him growing naturally is healing naturally. So why is Stephen's growth stunted then in Stephen's birthday if he if he does grow naturally? I think he can grow naturally, but he can also grow. I don't want to say grow supernaturally. It could be, I guess, due to the way he was raised and how he was kind of kept in this environment where I don't say it stunted his growth, but maybe Uh, it's hard to describe. I think the fact that he was raised by Greg originally might have a role to play in it. If Steven is growing naturally, can his, um, can his gem turn that off? 
I think so. I think his gem can override it, but I think he does have the ability to grow naturally. Uh, yeah, I think that that, so that's much more of a, um, of a codependence than we previously painted with, uh, his gem just being able to like add functionality to his code right now. And again, I'm saying the human brain is code. That's right. It's it's a metaphor. Um, We're saying that the gem is able to alter his, his core code now. Yes. That's much different. Um, It's not just like a, an additional method added to his class. (laughs) He's, we're changing the existing, we're changing the instantiation of his methods. Like, no, right. We're not just adding on, we're altering what's already there. Computer science terms. Right. Um, So, uh, so what happens if you remove the gem in that case? Then he might die. Then, I don't know if he would die. I don't think I, okay. I don't think human human uh, DNA is it going able to fix itself from the invasive if, gem right away. If the gem recorrects everything, the gem would have to repair it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It would have to repair the the orig- to go back to the original instantiation. Um, mm-hmm. If it did that, then attached, maybe he'd be fine. But also, wouldn't that really hurt to have something ripped out of your central nervous oh, system? Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't see them doing that to Stephen. So like, let's talk about in show or out of show. Yeah. I agree. Let's talk about fusion. Um how does fusion oh boy. come into play here? So He can. So okay. With another human. We, Connie is a human. We were talking right? we were talking pretty so the only right, so we, we would love for him to fuse with uh you know, with Lars or something to confirm that Han- Connie is fully human. Uh <laughs> Do we? Wait, wait, are we questioning Connie's humanity? She's in the humans being packed with Greg. I've, I've, I've questioned it before because uh, you can't completely logically conclude that Stephen can fully f- fuse with humans because there's only been one case. It's only a case study, not like a fully formed sample here. Um, what if Connie is secretly a gem? Right? Like then, then no. Of, I don't. I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying. Where like, would her gem possibly be? Uh, small of her back maybe sure that's that's your biggest objection (laughs) where would her jump be yes very minor come on like where would they put the star on paradox that these are my (laughs) objections to things yeah that's that's your mindset here you're very very much a paradox mindset with this so so okay so assuming connie's fully human so okay everything has been small game compared to the fusion question steven's body is able to (laughs) Just go away, and then take. So is Connie's, which is human. <laughs> Why did we bury this forty minutes into the discussion? This is the part that makes the least sense. <laughs> we so, need to put in the episode description. Skip the forty minutes; it'll make your whole life better. <laughs> None. How do? You, how can you explain Stephen fusing with the human if he is a physical form? I none can't. Of, none of what we said can possibly explain it. Let's. Try I can't to think explain of a gem fusing with a human either. No, right? Even if Steven is full... Connie shouldn't be able to fuse with anything. That's the issue here. That's the issue, right? Connie's the issue, not Steven. Okay, so let's... Okay, let's try to put our our, uh, exasperation aside, which is (laughs) difficult. Um, So Steven's gem is able to deconstruct the DNA that controls his physical form, which is, like, not not even a thing, because... Yes, it's not even that's not even how it works. Your your you ex, your physical form is just there. It's not like it's not like taking the DNA. It's it's not like DNA is like holding it up, right? Like yes, we're a physical manifestation. Like we have mass. So so 
Stephen's gem is able to undo his mass and his form. Undo Connie's. Invade Connie and then uh, undo her form. Reprogram them temporarily, putting them together. And then still have everything go back intact afterwards. And still, like, like what the heck? Yes. Okay. So, it doesn't even, here's the thing. Like, I, I said before, like, it doesn't really even matter if Steven's logic is in his gem or his brain for uh, his type of growth type thing. And I don't think it even matters here. Because Connie's still the problem in either scenario. Even if, even if Steven was, like, a full gem. So, it doesn't seem like normal gems confused with humans. But although we don't really know that. Do we know that? Did they? Did did uh, Rose ever say in one of the flash two flashback episodes like she definitely can't fuse with Greg? No, but Greg said he was never able to fuse with Rose. So and my my theory is, with all that they went through, if Stephen and Connie fused after dancing together, and Rose and Greg never fused, they couldn't fuse. Okay, so right, that's an essential data point. So uh, it could just be that for whatever reason, those two specific people. Greg and Rose couldn't fuse. But let's say that humans and gems cannot fuse. Yes. Why is Steven, and again, we're approaching this from this, like, uh, trying to logically understand uh, a completely illogical concept. Why is Steven able to fuse specifically? I think, I'm going to quote Steven, the gems think it's because he's part human. Okay. So, so even the gems don't entirely get this. No, yeah, and they don't, I don't think they would, right? Because, uh, their their worldview and how they know everything works is from the home world and everything's new here and stuff like that. But I mean, they understand gem biology more than we do. Right. Okay. So this is something separate. Yeah, you're right. You're that, that's a good point. Actually, uh, the gems should. It, there's got to be a human interacting with gem element to this, or else the gems would be able to understand it. So Steven's got to be. Uh, so I think that I think that Steven's got to be. Uh, have have his core code in his brain. I think that this kind of this kind of confirms because if Stephen was truly just a gem with with a with an actual projection, like instead of like a projection that can come and go, uh, like just like a permanent projection, then I don't see what difference it would make uh, in terms of uh, fusion. But that being said, what if what if the physical projection is the difference? So the question is: Is it the brain or is it the body, which is ne- which is necessary, which makes Stephen able to fuse with Connie, but Ro- but uh, Rose not able to fuse with Greg? I think it's the body. If it's the body, then Stephen, we could put Stephen's logic back in his gem. Why? Yes. So why is it the body? What do you think makes it essential to be the body? I think because the way gems fuse, if I'm remembering correctly. Is that both of their, is that both gems bodies are made of light? Yes, and it's because they can control that and alter it. And it's the same type of body they're able to fuse. If Steven's body is human and Connie's body is human, then it would make sense that because of the same type of body, that's what makes them cross compatible for fusion. Okay, so you're saying it's a similar materials type thing, right? It has to be the same foundation. So right. Okay, I think the obvious counterpoint to that would be two things that are made of light fusing is pretty easy because light's not a thing. 
Um, it's just, I mean, it is a thing. Like, it's not like light is nothing. It's it's a thing, but it's a thing. It's not uh, substantial. It doesn't have uh, mass physical form, right? Uh, it's light fusing to make different things happens naturally. I like. Like I was driving home today and uh, after the downpour, there are like many rainbows and rainbows in and of itself are light overlapping with like different like light to form different colors. Right. But the rainbow didn't speak to you, Dylan. How do you know it didn't speak to me? (laughs) Maybe it did. But so I think that that's something we see in our world is uh, is uh, light, like some sort of like gem fusion. (laughs) Like think of a a rainbow as a gem fusion. Okay. Do you do you buy that? No, but okay. No, I think you, I think I'm perfectly correct here. So, <laughs> so light is able to like fuse with light uh, yes. to form a different color of light. So I think that that makes perfect sense. I think that it's a completely separate issue for two human bodies to to form one human body that is similar body. to both human bodies. I think that that is you not mean reproduction. No, because that is not the two human bodies collapsing into one human body. That is the human bodies uh, creating uh, a subset of their DNA in a uh, smaller package, which is then transferred <laughs> to the other package. It is not. Um, this is the evolution of that idea. This is the next step using gem technology. So how okay? How does that work then? How does your proposal? How does any gem <laughs> no stop no work? no? I I want this. I want to figure this out actually. So okay. so so I think it's a completely different thing for two bodies to uh, collapse and then form one. Two light overlapping and forming some other di- light makes sense, and it's supported by our world's logic. But physical forms overlapping is not supported. So how do we rectify this? How what does the gem do? to counteract the natural barrier of our world's logic. Okay. I think what the gem does, whenever they fuse, we see the gem glow, right? Mm-hmm. They're making physical contact at the moment it glows. My theory is that when the gem glows, it uses something, sends some enzyme, something through both connected bodies that then collapses them towards the gem, right? The gem is the focus point. So basically it's taking everything that's connected to the gem, so both bodies, and brings them together towards the gem, colliding them. I think you bring up, I think you bring up some good points here. To start with, there's things we know about fusion, which are, which are concrete. Uh, The gem glows and physical contact is necessary. Right. So I think that it's it's an interesting theory that uh, potentially the gem glows and then uh, puts forth some sort of catalyst uh, to break down these two physical forms and then to it's absurd and then to the, the whole thing is absurd we're trying our best and then to put them together uh, to put it back together. So I just, the concept of the gem putting forth a substance or a program, uh, right. But here's the thing. The gem is not naturally, probably not naturally compatible with the human body. So like, it can't just send out a, uh, code, like, uh, break down, uh, this body, right. Dot exe. It can't just, here's my theory. Okay. The only reason that Steven's gem can do this and no one else's is because going back to our idea of the gem adapting 
Mm -hmm. because this gem has been attached to a human body for so long, it started to understand human biology, and that is why it's able to adapt and combine with a human as opposed to its normal method. It's gained this ability that no other gem has. Because it's been with Steven for so long. Mm, okay. So, so maybe it's not because Steven's half human, half gem. Uh, so th- I feel like, I feel like what you're saying contradicts what you said before, which is po- probably possible because, you know, we're just throwing things out there. But, uh, you said before that it's the body, which is the reason that Steven and Kanye are both diffused, but Rose and Greg were not. I'm going to say both. I'm going to say you need to have the same material, but also a gem that understands that material. So what you just said, I think, okay, so let's go, let's, let's start with the gem. So, uh, I think what you just said is super interesting. Like we, we talked about this theory of the gem cohabiting with Steven and learning, uh, humanity through it, which I think thematically works with Rose's intentions extremely well. So I really want that to be what's happening because I think that that's the most thematically satisfying. And I also think, uh, that's the most concrete evidence because, uh, internal mythology can be altered to fit the situation. Uh, I think that like themes are really what you want to be going by here. Like, I think that's the, the decision makers are going on. Like, I don't think it's going to be, like, what makes the most sense with the little information we're given. Like, you can just – you can rewrite stuff and expand to a larger extent. Um, Like, I think that uh, the biggest evidence is going to be what we know of how Rose works. And I think how Rose works is that she'd want to do the Steven Project in order to uh, physically – like, have her gem understand humans. So the human – the gem uh, adapting to the human body I think is – one of the more solid things that we've discussed here. Like, I think it, I think, I think that's right. Like, I genuinely think that that's what they're going for on the show. Um, so going further with that, the gem now understands, uh, it's, uh, it's added to its definition of, uh, it knows how to fuse with other gems and now it's understands how the human body works and it's how to like maybe break that down and recombine it by having adapted to uh, Steven's form. Right. I, I think that makes a certain amount of sense. Yeah. I don't think it solves our uh, two f- physical things being able to merge, but not is <laughs> much different than two light being able to merge. But I think that makes sense. So how does the body come into play now? The body. So I think you, the... I, you said before that they needed to be like two right. like substances. Right. I, I stand by that because I think that they need to be compatible with each other, like in order to recombine. I think they need to be the same material. Like that, that's just something I'm going off of. I don't have like substantial evidence for that, but I'm standing by. So that what still. you're saying is that uh, you need step one and step two. So let's yes. say Rose breaks away from Steven and Rose reconstitutes her, her, her light projection, uh, at her light projection body. But her gem still now has her uh, her adaption that she's gained by coming from Steven. If the physical body is necessary, then she would not be able to fuse with Greg still. Right. Do you think that that's true? Yes. What if the gem has learned enough through its adaption that it's uh, it now understands how to combine light and body? 
I think that that's just as reasonable as uh, as the it's gem possible. as the gem learning how to combine body and body. It's possible, but I question it due to how Stephen was formed to begin with. Uh, expand on that. Like Stephen, we know is like at least conceived naturally. So, and that was light and body. So I'm worried that if the gem tried to fuse light and body, it would get like mixed up and just bring back Steven. Like I'm worried that the fusion of Rose and Greg is Steven. Hmm. So that's a good point that, that this birth was, yeah, but aren't things different now because of the adaptation? I guess that would be the counterpoint, right? Yeah, but I, I I don't see them fusing in any other way. So I think the mat going back to the thematics of this, I think that if we have Rose appear at the end, uh, Rose comes back. She's like, I've learned about humanity now. If that if we're right in what they're doing, um, I know how humans work. My gem knows how human wor- humans work. Uh, now I am able to fuse with Greg. I feel like that would be a super powerful scene to see them finally fuse now that Rose's objective with Steven is complete. It would be powerful. You know my bias because you know my theory on how the show will end. So, okay. I, I reserve the right to go back to this uh, this uh, kind of scientific type discussion. But let's now talk about whether we do think Rose will appear again from Steven. So I guess, I guess we can come back to uh, the logic of how the separation would work. And uh, given the different permutations we have... Um, Okay, I found a quote from Rebecca Sugar where someone said, um, how could they kill off Rose? And she said, is she dead? Yeah. I, I mean, I so, don't... So do you think we'll... On a thematic level, and not by this logic that we're speculating on, do you think we'll see Rose eventually uh, in the, like, in the quote-unquote flesh? I feel it's... I feel there's two options. I feel, yes, Stephen and Rose at some point must connect and have some form of face-to-face communication somewhere along the line in this show. Like, I don't see that not happening. Now, the two options are somehow Rose is able to manifest physically, and the other option is Steven meets her inside the gem. Yeah. One of those two will happen. The question is, which is more likely? Well, I'm interested in the physically. So... You could certainly have like an emotional Steven episode where he looks, it takes place inside of him and he meets Rose. Yeah. But like in terms of what we're talking about, who cares? <laughs> I, I know that's like harsh, but like, do you think that's true? Do you think that has like, if, if it's just like, I think it's relevant that Rose would still exist inside her gem, which is necessary uh, for either of these options. So let's talk about that. So does, are we sure that Rose is still existing in? I think she said that. She said, I exist inside you. I'm pretty sure like that's a quote. I mean, that's kind of, that could be metaphorical, (laughs) you know? We have to work with what we have. I don't think that's, I don't think it's necessarily meant to mean that Rose, as she was before Steven was born, literally is still coded in the gem. Like, but that being said, I don't just don't understand why the gem would overwrite Rose's code. Like, I don't know if that makes any sense. Exactly. So I think Rose is still definitely in there. Um, so, okay. So if Rose is still in there, then the, int- then the introspective Steven meets her thing is totally possible. But now let's talk about Rose physically remerging. So I think this is probably going to happen. Um, and I think that's what, uh, Rebecca Sugar would mean by is she dead? Like, I, I think that. 
I think that it doesn't make sense for Rose to do something which would make her never appear again um, if her goal is to learn about humanity. Like, I don't think her goal is, like, to... Does This doesn't mean she can't love Steven now that he's there, but I don't think her goal was to, like, have a child and dissolve herself into the child and, um, and like, give everything to this new being. I think I think her motives are inherently selfish in nature, which is not a I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I think all of ours are. So, like, I, I just I think she's trying to achieve a further understanding, uh, like we talked about before with with this birth of Stephen. So it, so like it would completely contradict her goals to have her dissolve into Stephen unless she didn't know that was going to happen. Right. What do you think of that? I think first off, I, I find her goals a lot more of the uh, innocent motherly nature than you seem to. Like I, I, I think that her goal was simply to bring Steven into the world. Like uh, that's the way I see it. But Why, I can do- so how do you rec- how do you reconcile that with what we saw in the two flashback episodes? Like where does love. that where does that motivation come from? From love. Love. Oh man, I'm way too cynical in my I know, in my worldview to buy it. Every not not just my not just my worldview. That's not my view of Rose, but like that just completely does not jive with my worldview of the world. <laughs> like, what does that even mean? Does it love? jive with Rebecca Sugar's view? Of Maybe, the world. but like, what does that mean? Love, like, is the reason why love like to, you? I guess, but <laughs> I'm. Uh, I would really be pissed if that's. <laughs> that's what we got as an answer. What does that I would even be happy as a clam? That would be the greatest podcast you and I ever did together. Why? Why would? Why would like? Why would Rose loving Greg mean she just wants to blend herself into this this child? Why? I don't understand. Do any of us understand? Love. <laughs> that's probably the most reasonable response, honestly. Of this entire podcast, <laughs> honestly. Well, okay let's say let's let's go with my let's go with my line of thinking in that because uh, then think, can we go with my line of thinking no, after because that? then we would just have to stop the podcast and we're gonna keep going for 10 more minutes so i think so i don't think like i said i think that rose could like want to gain an understanding of humanity and have steven that because but also like genuinely love steven like people that have babies who don't know that they're gonna have babies can still love the babies right like that's kind of what i'm saying you know yes unplanned can still it doesn't mean anything you know so so let's say that's true then rose reconstitutes uh serves her goals still loves steven steven still exists because his code if rose separates from steven steven's code has to be in his brain um his 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 self has to be there rose could take away the would she rob her child of what makes him special i think that potentially you could say that the gem uh inserts the the code that was making him his gem qualities and puts it into the brain um that'd be super interesting because then a gem without a gem wouldn't we'd have a gem without a gem and also potentially steven's uh future progeny uh would like genuinely be half gem even without a gem passing on who would Stephen have? Ta- We're not getting into that. I mean, obviously, but but uh, well, the, now Connie's a gem, so the Connie's a gem theory. So anyway, um, but right, like, so that's I, I think that's another potential super interesting thing. Like, I think thematically, like that's something the show might be interested in. Is like, 
like actually like having like half gems, half humans that aren't like that aren't that are like real. Like not that Steven's not real, but you know, like that could like there's be be a lot of them, and it like could come from Steven. I don't know. I feel like that's something the show might want to explore. So, so Rose separates, and um, oh, we we just went off topic a lot. So Rose separates, and. She, uh, right. So what does she do? Does she, here's the question. She is the further understanding of humanity. Does she find a physical form, which would be like, (laughs) goes to a dead body, (laughs) puts the gem onto the body and is now an actual person with a gem like Steven Two, does she grow a physical form? Um, or three, does she stay as a light projection? Those are our options for when Rose reconstitutes. I think she would. St- That's a great question. Initially, I think she, she would stay as stay a, a light projection. Initially, she'd stay a light projection. But uh, do you think she'd all want to forever? Don't you think that a further she's she's gained a further understanding of humanity? You could manifest that by growing a physical projection, physical form. And depending on which one, can she fuse with Greg? Certainly, if she has a physical body, yes, because Stevie can fuse with Connie, right? Um, but if she's a light projection, this is what we we're asking before. Does it does it require the body, or is it just the further understanding that her gem has gained? Um, I think maybe it's just the further understanding that her gem has gained, but at the same time, I also think that she'd want a physical projection now, physical manifestation. I mean, yeah, that was kind of the whole point, if that's the theory that we're going with. So, I don't know. So either way, whatever whatever the case, uh, either the body's an essay or it's not, and she has a body or she doesn't. She's able to fuse with Greg, and um, Stephen has his parents, and Stephen uh, is now this new genuinely half-gem, half-human being, and yeah, happy ending. Stephen can still do his shield, can still have a healing powers. He's still his mother because the gem programmed that into his brain. And, and then Stevani rides off on Lion into the sunset. And then Stephen fuses with Connie and they ride off into the sunset. And then we we have a 19 years later Harry Potter style ending where we see Stephen and Connie's kids and they're all half human, half gem. And then 10 years later, they make a play sequel. They make a play sequel. Like they're doing with book eight of Harry Potter. Oh, prequel. It's a prequel? Wait, no, it's a sequel. Wait. It's a sequel? No, it's a prequel. Is it? Yeah, it's a prequel. Yeah, oh. and, and then we have a... Then Steve, we get a prequel. Then we have Steven and the Cursed Child. Yeah, exactly. The end. So what do you... We just wrote the end of Steven Universe. What do you think of it? I, I'm happy. Okay, let us know if you're happy. I think we're done. Do you have any last comments? I think that's a good ending point for this. Um, I think my comments are... I used to be so optimistic before I met you. Oh, I'm I'm glad I've yeah no you're you're this you, wide eyed college freshman and you'll soon soon turn cynical much like myself. So y'all y'all listening have that to look forward to in the coming years. Who says Me slowly becoming a depressed? Who, who says they're also wide eyed youngins like you? Maybe they're the cynical people like me. Then they get to watch me suffer and slowly yeah, exactly. Down. That's your future. Let us know what you thought of any of this. Obviously, this is all incredibly hypothetical, and you, you can might completely disagree. I, I kind of genuinely think the point where we arrived at that I like this vision of the end of the show that we talked about um, is like where I actually think the show is going. Like, I, I, I don't know about the specifics, but 
I think Rose is coming back. I think that this 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 version of I think Rose is going to fuse with Greg. I think this like gemless Steven, but still half gem kind of vision of the future is potentially what the show's looking for. But I don't know. We'll see. We won't even know until 2018 at the earliest. Uh, Before you go, I'm going to correct you. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child is a sequel. It's about Harry as a husband and a father of three school-aged children. Uh, and his son. Yeah, right. So it's okay. a sequel. So before oh, yeah, people yeah, yeah, yeah. blow no, us up on There's out. this whole thing about this prequel. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this whole thing where it's like, yeah, th- that was the thing. Is it a sequel or a prequel? Anyway, whatever. I don't care. Like, I just I'm, don't want people getting after yeah, us on no, Twitter. People will be mad. Yeah, I should probably edit that out, but. People won't. People didn't listen to the end anyway, so it didn't matter. Probably not. No. <laughs> Talk to me when that's a movie. That's what I'm saying because I'm not seeing that in the theater in London. Just read the book. Oh yeah, there's a there's this the script book. Oh my god. Oh so whatever. Um, I'm Dylan Harrison. That's Justin Cummings. You can find <laughs> out about this podcast, but not about Harry Potter at overlyanimated.com. And you can subscribe to us on iTunes at search for Overly Animated on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Uh, this ad free podcast. Um. And, uh, like, Common Human Sense free podcast is brought to you by our patrons. Uh, thank you to Shayna, Mitch Cordell, Beatrice, Nate, Andy, Jamie, Rachel, John, Ryan, and Catherine, a.k.a. Haina, Fever, Mitch, Credit University, Beatrice Exchange, Nathan Fillion, Buzz Lakier, Mailman, Rachel Rose, Johnny Bravo, Brian, and Cookie Cat. Um, and we need to figure out a way to add Cookie Cat into the ending of this show and turn this into a fic. Actually, a play. Yeah, you're right. This is the <laughs> cursed child. Exactly. Are we gems? Yeah, I think we're. Yeah, no, they. <laughs> yeah, we're. See, Steven Universe is actually a uh, uh, human origin story, and we're all actually half gem and uh, descended from Steven and Connie. Steven and Connie are the first people Assassin's Creed? No, not a set. Yes, exactly. There you go. So let us know what you thought. YouTube comments, Tumblr asks. You can comment on overlyanimated.com. Um, if you listen to the end, uh, give us the hashtag. Um, hashtag we are Assassin's Creed gems. No, not not that. No, hashtag uh, Steve, Steven and the Cursed Child, right? Steven People Universe. on Team Justin are going to use my hashtag. No, team, no one. No. No one's on Team Justin. No one's on Team Dylan either, though. No one, no one's even listening. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Steven Universe and the Chris Child. Thank you for listening, guys. Uh, I don't even know when this is coming out or what will be next. So look look, oh, look for more content at overlayanimated.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.